Welcome to What's on the Block, a podcast hosted by X4 Technology, getting answers to the biggest questions on blockchain and the metaverse. The virtual world has a global community of innovators, and we are here to tell you what they're up to. My name is Maxine Ewing, and I'm here with Alexandra Husanow to talk about how the metaverse will change the job market. Alexandra, thank you for chatting with me today. Hi, Maxine. So how do you envision the metaverse shaping the future of work? We speak a lot about the future of work these days. And I think, I mean, since COVID, right? And the future of work, I think a lot of us imagine that there is a whole space for the metaverse, a place where you go and meet your colleagues in a virtual office and you've got various little chat rooms. Uh, Maybe there is play areas, you know, uh, certainly at Immersion, we do a team building uh, in, in metaverse and digital team building. So I think it can be a great place actually for collaborating and, and socializing with your colleagues. We've all perhaps missing the socializing with, with COVID. Uh, it's a place where you can find that. In particular, when I think uh, of the younger people in the, in the immersion team, you know, they we don't have an office, partly because we're a software company as well, and um, also because we have people everywhere in the world. But the, the younger people, they would love to be able to go to a physical place and interact among themselves and interact with mentors, etc. I think you could do that in a digital space. Actually, I've been asking my team to explore one specific platform as well. Uh, that we could just log in in the morning, you know, and we decide when we want to have a coffee break, to have a coffee break together. We are It's kind of already there in the background. Maybe that's what will happen. The metaverse will always be, always be there in the background in the future of work. So it sounds like, if I can extrapolate a little bit from that, there is an application for companies that might typically have an in-person office but are temporarily displaced. And it also sounds like there's an application for companies who are potentially going to completely exist, you know, in person in the metaverse. Is that a fair thing to say? Yes, that's right. Yes. Keeping in mind what people are interested in right now, how many people are really interested in remote work, generally speaking, what impact do you predict this will have on unemployment and also, you know, on that note, people's interest in joining a a specific company, likelihood to accept a job offer? I think uh, put in that way, uh, a lot of people will value a physical office. It's, I mean, there is still nothing that beats reality and physical human interactions. So that, but the difference is that while before it would be like uh, something you are, you have to drag yourself to, obligatory every day at a certain time until a certain time now it's going to become a perk (laughs) it's funny for me sorry because I'm too old suddenly going to the office is the reward but I think that's what it will become and and of course it also changes the kind of office environment you will supply because it's more about getting together meeting and socializing in terms of unemployment I mean, if you're thinking of perhaps digital divide, I know it's a serious topic, but I don't really believe in the digital divide, at least in in countries like the UK. 
nobody wants anybody to be divided from the digital space in the in a capitalistic economy because that's digital is i mean where most of the transactions take place and it will be increasingly the case so i think everything will be done by every stakeholders in the market to digit to allow people to have the right level of digitization whether it be infrastructure and connectivity as well as devices. There might be a gap right now, temporarily, because with COVID, you know, it's, it's made us push very, very fast wherever there was still gaps. For sure, if you are not digitized, you, you, will, you will have a hard time in the job market in, in, the, in the future. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. already the case. It's also a question of age. I have my mom, you know, she's getting quite old and actually she was a, a developer uh, and, and quite good with computers for most of her life. Now she's old and uh, she can't see very well and she cannot hear very well. So that makes it quite difficult for her to use uh, technology. On that note, if you could paint a bit of a picture, at least in your perspective, of what the metaverse might look like in, let's say, 15 years time for people who are you know, everyday people, not necessarily developers, not necessarily involved in the space now. Do you think court hearings would be hosted in the metaverse? Is that something that could happen? Or is it really going to be like, you know, office environments that can be digital? Like, what, what do you think it might look like? I think everything legal will certainly be the last thing in. So that was a good point there. For example, in Italy, I had to still print and ink sign a document the other day because digital signature was not okay. So maybe not the legal area, but let's say many, many parts of our life, I think will be uh, metaversable and we will have glasses. I think that's going to be one of the big changes that I expect. It's something that's going to be we're going to have a wearable that's really fashionable and cool that we're going to wear to be into that space that piece of technology will allow us um, to either be in the reality, either be in a mixed environment, either to be completely immersed. We will choose it. It's going to be almost like a channel, you know. Oh, I want to be in real life. Oh, I want to be in the immersive world now. And then you will choose your metaverses. And then it'll just be like the internet now. I think in a way it's not that complicated you're going to be in there. You're going to do what you've got to do. You're going to socialize with friends, have fun. You're going to buy stuff. You're going to explore things. Maybe you're going to travel a little bit, watch some entertainment. It's just that the whole idea of visual effects will be so much more powerful because instead of imagine watching a movie in 2D on a flat screen, you know, you're going to be inside of it. And potentially you're going to be a player in the movie and potentially you would be with friends playing. And the same with every part of, our li of your life. It's pretty exciting because our physical world, it's static. The metaverse, it can change and upgrade all the time. About maybe seven months ago, I had my first meeting, which now I understand is probably, you know, a metaverse platform in some way. Um, certainly wasn't marketing itself that way. I'm sure they are going to start doing so now. When do you think it will be normal for people who are not directly in a tech industry to have meetings in the metaverse? Three years, 10 years now? I think it's very close. Uh, how close? That's always the wild guess. guess. I, I thought it was going to be last year. 
some years back. I thought it was going to be last year and that wasn't. For me, it's about the device size again and having this um, platform in which you enter that allows you to go very quickly where you need to go. We're missing Google and the mobile phone from a 15 years ago equivalent. But as soon as we have these, so you don't have this very bulky, heavy device on you. It doesn't heat you up. You know, it doesn't make you tired. The quality of the lens is good. So the hardware is so important. And then it's easy to get there because right now it's not easy to get there. You have to be a bit patient. The infrastructure needs to be there as well. So, okay, that's a more difficult one because to go fast, you need 5G, but 5G is deploying right now. I'll make a wild guess at, guess at five years and, uh, and let's see where we are in 2027. What impact do you predict the metaverse will have specifically in the context of AR and VR um, regarding the need for a physical office space or rather how will AR and VR, you know, along with the metaverse transform what we know to be a normal workday? Yesterday I went to a fantastic exhibition in central London um, which was uh, an AR-presented exhibition uh, powered by 5G where you had a phone to see the augmented reality experience, which you could imagine in the future would be glasses and uh, headphone. The whole physical space was very small and basic just to allow the augmented reality effect to overlay nicely on top of it. So that gave me the idea that it, the exhibition or the, the journey, the experience was quite long. So in a very small space, you could do tons of things. Uh, so I think this is how it affects the future of space uh, that we need. We need less space to experience more things. So I think the, the office configuration is changing in that sense. The thing that we already noticed now since the COVID and all the virtual calls is the need for silence around you. So I think this will become a bigger need, maybe even at home, you know, I can imagine we're going to have more and more of these great acoustic little room where we can have great quality uh, immersive experiences and, and calls. So for people who are unfamiliar with your company and the work that you're doing, can you tell us a little bit about what you're creating and what that is going to, you know, how that is interacting with this space that we've spoken about, the metaverse? Um, we decided to, after some initial year in the virtual reality space, we decided to pivot because the market, we felt, well, we couldn't monetize. It wasn't big enough. And so we've decided to go a few steps back into the metaverse journey to create a product that can work today on anybody's device and at the same time become quite a step into the metaverse space. So essentially what we do is we transform 2D flat web pages into virtual world. I like to call them mini-verses sometimes because it's really creating a little ecosystem of a brand and communicating very visually and immersively with their target audience. The beauty of that is that you can Everything you create later on, you can reuse it in different parts because they are, uh, they are basically 3D assets that are composed together 
Um, then in our case, we have our platform, which allows to deploy it on the web and have content, etc. That's its own platform. But if you take the purely the 3D assets and the world creation uh, that we build in a game engine called Unity, that is transposable to many different places. So actually, this is something I'm going to start to explore this year focusing on that product that's very usable for right now that we can sell to companies and it works and everybody can enjoy it. I think that now the time is to allow to open up a little bit again and go and see where we can expand our capabilities into the wider metaverse opportunities. We were chatting a little bit before this podcast about, you know, some of the longer standing implications of the metaverse, just like there were in the social media space way back when. It's widely acknowledged that there's pros and cons to social media. What are your, you know, last thoughts and predictions regarding what you think the metaverse will mean for us as a society? Um, I think it's evolution. If I compare with my generation, I think for me it was films and I love films and I, oh, I love Netflix and I, you know, I, I could watch films all day long. I feel like it's accelerating my understanding of life in a very limited time. I think the metaverse could be uh, an augmentation of that, something bigger than that. The risk uh, I see about that is I don't know if the human brain has the capacity to deal with that much information. It's a lot of images and depending how much time, and they are in 3D, so depending how much time we're going to be in it, I don't know if we are able to adapt as a species and if our brains are going to get bigger or something. Um, but I, I like to think positively, and uh, I, be, I believe it will be evolution for us. That was Alexandra Husanel. Tune in next week to stay in the loop with What's on the Block. <laughs>